Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Happy Thanksgiving, my friends. It's a Tuesday. It's 5 past 7 o'clock. We're getting after you bright and early today, and you know what? I'm thinking about every last one of you as we barrel our way into this turkey-eating time of ours. My favorite week of the year, maybe. One of them. I think that Christmas week to close it out is pretty spectacular, too. Hope you're getting to slow it down somewhat. Wrap up some work narratives and storylines as we're doing here. and then. You get a couple of days with the fam, get some food in, get some downtime in, which we've not had a lot of. None of us listening, I'm sure, over the last few months. You hit fall. My wife's a teacher, a high school history teacher. You hit fall, and this thing is pretty much gone on a runaway train until you get to the end of the calendar year. But 2023 is wrapping up fast, but an interesting year, has it not? Big picture. A lot of changes, certainly in my neck of the woods. And again, I'm thankful for all of you who have made the journey and the crossover dribble, a la Allen Iverson, to our new setup, Team B Media, rolling strong, three months in the game, over 40,000 listeners, and growing a little bit every day. So, um, man, doesn't happen overnight, but also doesn't happen, you know, without a little bit of effort. So we're going to get there. Not the best football season to spend together. I thought by this point in the year, we'd be just, you know, quiddling our thumbs to the last game of the year and some kind of announcement. But as we discussed yesterday, I know your check tried to jump the curve on that one. I'm going to get ahead of the pack here, kind of, after a meaningless game against Florida International. I'm going to let everybody know that the Missouri game doesn't even matter on Friday, which is bold, too, considering how few tickets you sold. You know, really, not just the FIU game, folks, but the Mississippi State game. Do we forget about that one? I mean, I go to all these games, which I think makes me a thorn in the side of the Kremlin-esque powers that be at the U of A, because then I have my own eyes and my own brain, and I don't just have to parrot whatever their narrative is. It's just the truth. Mississippi State was lucky if they had 50,000. That was back before Danny Nos even got fired. You know, the bloodletting with Dan Enos was enough to satiate the fan base for a little while. Only it's enough for now. And the head hog getting his job back for another year made him almost giddy at the podium yesterday. We're going to hear some Sam Pittman sound coming up in, I don't know, 20 minutes here on the show. 
from yesterday's press conference, and he, and he sounds like the, you know, the cat who caught the mouse. He he sounds like he almost got away with it. I don't know. I'm not going to give any more context to it. You're going to listen. He's back on Twitter again, right? Sam Pittman, who couldn't handle the negative pushback after the choke city lost to BYU and abdicated the uh, the social media universe, which is very alarming. Came back three months later, yesterday, when he was giddy. And Coach Pittman turning the jukebox back on. Razorback football tweeting it. JB reading the social media tea leaves. It's just too much. You're back on it now? What what happens if you get body slammed by Missouri on Friday? Let me just be the voice blowing in the wind here. You know I like putting on the the Bob Dylan hat and looking like a uh, like a young buck trying to figure out what's blowing in the wind, right? What happens if you get destroyed by Missouri? Just play that game for a second. Missouri is eight and two against you here in the SEC. So like this game has not been good. It's it's the Texas A and M equivalent at the tail end of the season, as opposed to the start of the season. So let's play devil's advocate here for a second. Let's say Arkansas doesn't play its best game of the year, which it could. I mean, the spread is seven. Some places I see have it at Missouri favored by seven and a half. That's a lot of points given to a home team a day after Thanksgiving. I don't think you really have a great idea about how these games are going to go on Black Friday. It's just such a wonky, weird time of year. But I, do, I think you do look at what team has more to play for in this Arkansas-Missouri matchup that we're working our way into a little bit. And I think Missouri's not a bad team. Brady Cook slinging around the yard a little bit. A couple playmakers on offense and defense that collaborates on contact, gets to the ball, arrives at the football at the same time. Eli Drinkwitz has taught him well. You, know, you go back. Four or five years ago now, this idea that oh, you can't change coaches all the time. Been almost five years, okay? No coaches changed here or at Missouri or at Ole Miss. I guess you had the change in Mississippi State, but that coach literally died of a heart attack in the Pirate Mike Leach. So here you are just a few years later, and man, Arkansas and Missouri in very different places. Eli Drinkwitz is, uh, is kind of balled out. Missouri at 9-2 and two on the year, trying to get to win number 10. I think that's the motivation for Arkansas this week at home at Razorback Stadium in front of, I don't know, a handful of fans who are left paying attention to this thing. But that's got to be the mentality is you're trying to ruin the year for Missouri. They're 9-2. and two. They almost ruined their own year against Florida last week, but they're 9-2. and two. And trying to get to 10-2. I mean, if Missouri wins this game on Friday, then I think they're going to a New Year's Day bowl game. They're going to go into one of those marquee bowl matchups. Try living that one down with Missouri doing that. If Arkansas wins the game, nothing changes. Missouri still goes to a decent game. Maybe not the bowl game that they were hoping they would go to. But those are some of the stakes on the line. Coming up 3 o'clock on Friday. Arkansas, Missouri. We'll be with you on the postgame show. People's postgame rocking and rolling. Less than 15 minutes after every one of these football games concludes. And we are about to conclude our season of Razorback football postgame shows. So I think it's 630, but that's a flexible start time. You well know if we get the chance to get through the door a little quicker, we'll be there. And if it takes a little longer, that's fine, too. I think it's 630 to 8 o'clock, 90 minutes, final people's postgame show of the year. Arkansas playing to prove Hunter Juracek right. Good luck playing for that. And to end the season on an up note, is that enough? 
to get them fired up to win this game and firing you up win the game. I think Missouri's just better. They got more to play for. Very disrespected by Arkansas fans. I think Missouri is going to travel. This might feel more like a, a home crowd for them. And uh, I think maybe the skin of their teeth win against Florida was all the wake-up they needed to come in here, refocus, and play a really physical four-quarter game against Arkansas. I think Missouri wins the game. It's come down to last possession or two. But I think Missouri by about 10 points in this one. And that should wrap it up for this season, unless we hear something weirder afterwards. Now, if Arkansas can find a way, side note, to play Missouri tough and you lose close, and I, you know I don't like the moral victory thing. We had my guy Ricky going off on the Facebook page about moral victories the other day. I can't handle that. I can't handle that. You know, I can't handle the misinformation. My guy Herschel on the Twitter, Sam Pittman's only had one losing record in four years. This is not true. It's the opposite. One winning record in the regular season in four years. I don't like misinformation. I don't. It's okay to be wrong. That I'm okay with. But do it from a credible place. Don't report quotes, facts, things that aren't true. Do the best you can. Your job is to report the truth in my position as as much as you can. And then, you know, try to synthesize it and give you a, a hedge bet. I didn't think Hunter Yurchek would, you know, be hamstrung as badly as he was by his own moves, but can't get out from under the buyout right now. Told to wait a year by the powers that be. You know, the fan base up in arms doesn't think the University of Arkansas takes football seriously anymore. I think they do. I think you're misreading that a little bit. I think they're almost just used to the cash cow pumping in the money no matter what they do. So I think there is a sense at the U of A that they can almost do no wrong, that no matter what happens, you love football so much, you'll continue to go, continue to buy season tickets, continue to make donations. And they're probably partially correct, I don't think. Diehard diehards who don't pay attention to anything else, you know, and think it's the 1970s, it's Arkansas and nothing else. I I don't think those folks are ever going to go away until they pass away. But so they got years left of that coming through. But the masses, I mean, y'all ain't buying this stuff. You weren't at this game. You were barely at the Mississippi State game. Auburn game, by the end of the first quarter, that place was a ghost town. So, uh, I don't know. I'm worried about Friday. I thought the timing of Hunter Juracek's statement this week was very peculiar. It seemed reactionary. I'm not going to say we goaded him into that post, but a little bit. And sure enough, he comes out and he says it. Doesn't give you a lot. Doesn't acknowledge what the goals and expectations of the program are. Doesn't really give you any credibility about the due process that he supposedly was was making behind the scenes. Just sounds like it's oh the heck with it. We'll just try again next year. Well, you got one game left this year, and you're playing a nine and two Missouri team that's going to come in here in three days and try to rip your freaking doors off. So if you're out there celebrating your head coach and his return and how great it is, everybody gets to have some more old cold beer next year. You're gonna get blasted by Missouri on Friday. It's gonna happen. You know, barring something completely unforeseen, this team refocuses, finds the swagger that it never had this year, which seems unlikely in the last game of the year. But weird things happen on Black Friday. Turkey hangovers are real. Folks are paying attention to other things. They're making bowl game plans. They want to, you know, play it for Florida, and they're bringing their girlfriends and their families. It is possible Missouri looks past this football game. It's probably your only hope if you're Arkansas. But alas, I do not think they will. And I think they enjoy pummeling Arkansas in football way too much. Hawk fans struggle with this game. They tend to not acknowledge that it happens, which is an interesting tactic. But it does. And Missouri has owned you. 
since joining the SEC, certainly in football. So we'll see. Friday afternoon, not going to be a great crowd. Weather is supposed to be decent. We all want this season to be over. I don't think there's anybody who wants this thing to linger any longer. I know your check's in a spot. Let's just say devil's advocate, Arkansas gets body slammed 38 to 10, 38 to 13. Do you backtrack or do you redouble down? And are you ever going to get in front of the media and give us a real Q&A? Or we're just going to kind of play it low key and hide out on the social media, which Sam Pittman has crept his way back onto as well. Hard to take the social media seriously when you can't be there when things are going poorly. You know what I'm saying? You want to be there when the going is good. I get it. But then you want to run for the hills when the going is tough. Can't do that. Look, I don't like social media. It's it's a job necessity for me. I, I really can't help but be on it. Maybe someday when I hang them up or keel over or whatever, then I'll be off of it. But um, it's, you know, it's something you have to manage. And, and there have been times I didn't want to be on it, but I stayed there. There are times you get blasted. I used to get into it with some folks. You know that. A little more back and forth. I don't quite do that nearly as much anymore. Now I give you a couple thoughts, and if it feels personal or wonky or elongated, and we're just gonna we're just gonna mute you out, block you out. And then we move on. It's a better way to do it, just like you get to do to me. You don't like the show? Click done. I mean, there's got to be some give and take there on that one. There's got to be. But you know what? You're out there. You're any kind of a public figure. You got to give people a chance to clap back at you. And if you don't like what they're saying, don't read your mentions. But I thought, again, we go back to it now because he got back on it yesterday afternoon when Sam Pittman got off Twitter in September because he he said people were getting way too personal. I mean, that's part of the deal. And this whole, I have a wife, she's a human being. You sound like Roger Clemens. I don't need that. We know you have a wife. Nobody's talking smack about your wife. Nobody's threatening you. Same here. I'm not, all the times I want to get off social media, and there's never a reason, never one person. It's just, you're kind of tired of it. So it would have been better if Sam Pittman had people around him who taught him how to better manage his social media instead. I thought that was one of the many decisions that kind of unraveled this season. But I digress. We're 15 minutes in. Arkansas Razorback football making its way to the end of the line. What a brutal season this has been. But y'all have hung tight. Basketball's got a big week. We'll talk some about that in the headlines coming up. Battle for Atlantis in the Bahamas. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday games. Can't wait for that. And so we'll get into that a little bit. Eagles over Chiefs in a thriller last night. So much going on. Happy Thanksgiving. It's the real NWAJB, and we're coming at you. YouTube, Podbean, streaming live at our website, therealnwajb.com. So many ways to make it happen. So do what you can and make it happen. And we'll see you on the other side after a quick timeout. Sam Pittman sound to come. Boy, was he giddy yesterday. Josh Bertaccini with you as we do it for 90 minutes from the Team B Media Bunker Studio. Right back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around, right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave, proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. 
Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business cards, show signs, and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback Land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. So we got a lot of different items in the mix here as we continue in this final week before it's full-on Christmas time. I mean, it is. It takes 12 days of Christmas. More like a month of it. More like a month of it. Black Friday coming up around the corner, Arkansas and Missouri. Yikes. What's going to happen in this football game? What do you think? Still a best bet work with you last week. And FIU plus the points proved to be correct. I don't know. Did we see that happen here again? Arkansas seven and a half point underdog to Missouri coming up in this game on Friday, people's post-game show to follow afterwards. Of course, Arkansas Razorback basketball coverage all week. Looking forward to those games. Stanford tomorrow, Memphis, Michigan Thursday. Title or consolation game on Friday. No people's post-game shows in response to my guy, Larry. You're doing the basketball shows for everybody. We are, but Saturdays is our forte. So we threw you one for Purdue. I'm thinking we'll throw you one for the Oklahoma game. Because it's on a Saturday. Coming up here in two weeks. So... We'll do one for that as well, but basically shut that sucker down. People's post game shows first week of January and then every Saturday for three months running. Okay. So that's coming up around the corner, but basketball, absolutely part of our team B media coverage. No question about it. NFL last night, you had some Monday night football, Eagles and chiefs. And this one turned into a defensive battle. If you took the under, you were loving it at the half chiefs up 17 to seven. It looked like their ball game, but they don't score again. 
They do not score in the second half of this game. This is a bad loss for Kansas City. Philadelphia rallies on the road to get to 9-1 and one on the year. The only loss to the JETS, 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 Jets. Kind of unbelievable. 21-17 Eagles over the Chiefs on the road. KC falls to 7-3. and three. Uh, You had Valdez Scantling streaking for a game-winning touchdown. Mahomes hits them right in the hands. That should have been the go-ahead score. And then the Eagles would have had to scramble to try to tie it. And then you're talking about a situation where you probably go flying past the over-under. But that's not what went down. And the Eagles come out with a four-point victory in a very narrow contest last night that saw the Eagles do enough against Mahomes, keep him in the pocket, Jalen Hurts, ran for two touchdowns, didn't throw the ball particularly great. DeAndre Swift had himself 107 total yards, catching and receiving. Patty Mahomes, two TDs, like I said, not a lot in the first half. Kelsey catches the touchdown, so does Justin Watson, but he had a, a drop as well, and Travis Kelsey had a lost fumble. And Look, the Chiefs receiving core is, is bad. It's not good. And if you had, you know, a Tyree Kill, which salary cap wise sounds unrealistic, but if you had a Tyree Kill, my goodness, what a different situation we'd be looking at right now. It'd be it'd be completely different. That said, shoulda, woulda, coulda, and an empty milk carton. What does that get you? Not much. All right, Thanksgiving. Here we go. You ready for the NFL games? Packers and Lions in two days, 11.30 on Fox. Not a terrible game. Lions are really good. First time the Lions have been playing on Thanksgiving when they're good since I don't know when. Since a really long time ago. But the Lions favored by 7.5 on Fox, 11.30 to get your turkey day started. Then you get the Cowboys. You Dallas fans spoiled sick with uh, spoiled rotten with the Cowboys on Thanksgiving every year. Must be nice. Uh, Dallas home for Washington. Sam Howell's played okay for the Commanders. Tommy's coming in. You got to be careful whenever the Kremlin's sending its forces. 3.30 CBS. They're everywhere, I tell you. 3.30 on CBS. So we'll go Fox, then CBS. And then to cap off the Thanksgiving triple header, 49ers and Seahawks. That's a really fun one, too. Out West, Niners are 7-3. and three. Seattle 6-4. and four. NBC. Niners favored by six and a half there. So Green Bay, Detroit, terrible to start. Washington and Dallas, you get your boys in the middle. And then San Fran, Seattle, it's pretty decent. Triple header of NFL football coming up on Thanksgiving. We'll go again. Fox, CBS, and NBC on the networks. Then Friday, we get our first Black Friday NFL game. And it's the JTS Jets, 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 who finally listened to me months after the fact. Uh, they could have listened and saved themselves the grief, but they finally decided to Bench Zach Wilson, they've seen enough. I saw enough, you know, months ago. Guy's running for his own goal line and for the safety of the sideline. Come on. Uh, he's just not the guy. But the Jets home for the Dolphins, they will get waxed by Miami in this game. Dolphins favored by nine and a half. Expect it somewhere around the spread line, but no way the Jets are taking that thing. Two o'clock on Friday. Dolphins playing for home field advantage in the, AB, uh, in the uh, AFC playoffs. Two o'clock. Amazon Prime for Dolphins and Jets, opposite Arkansas and Missouri at 3 o'clock on CBS. Which do you want to watch less? Probably Dolphins, Jets. What else on Sunday? Games of note as we move forward. Uh, Steelers-Bengals, a good game. Bengals without Burrow, though. We're going to see what they do with Browning at the helm. Browns-Broncos, not a terrible game. Uh, Chiefs will try to bounce back at the Raiders. That's tough. Bills at Eagles is tough. Sunday night this weekend, Ravens 
at Chargers in your Monday night game post-Turkey week is Bears at Vikings. They should just flex that one out. That's just bad. We'll hear from Sam Pittman. Yesterday's braggadocio press conference coming back after the break. College football for the weekend. Turkey Day. Egg Bowl. Who wants eggs on Turkey Day? Unless they're mixed into something, right? Like some cookies. Ole Miss and Mississippi State. But who thinks about eggs when they think about cookies? Not me. Not me. Ole Miss and Mississippi State. ESPN 630 Thanksgiving night. I'll be watching Arkansas, hopefully, in the winner's bracket against the Memphis-Michigan winner. But if you want to do some Egg Bowl, do it. Isn't that the game where the guy... Tended to pee a couple years ago at the end of the game. That was that was gross. ESPN 630. Ole Miss ranked 13th at State, who's doing the interim coach thing. Um, Black Friday. TCU plays Oklahoma. Eh. Iowa, Nebraska. Forget it. Tulane in action against Texas San Antonio. Jeff Trailer auditioning for a gig somewhere. Doesn't sound like Arkansas. Uh, Missouri and Arkansas, Tigers favored by 7.5, 3 o'clock on CBS. We'll get back to that game in a bit. Texas Tech, Texas on Friday. Penn State, Michigan State on Friday. They call it the Civil War in Oregon. It's not a great name for your rivalry. Oregon State at Oregon, 7.30 on Fox. To Saturday, Ohio State and Michigan meeting in the uh, in the big house. Wouldn't that be a fun one to be at? They're both 11-0. Jim Harbaugh coaching from home. On the smartphone, 11 a.m. Fox, Michigan, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That should be a loser-out game, but it won't be. The loser of that game should be done as far as the playoffs concerned. Iron Bowl on Saturday, 2.30, Alabama at Auburn. Auburn's so bad, and, man, they destroyed Arkansas. Florida State, Florida, 6 o'clock, Saturday on ESPN. What do they call it? The Apple Bowl, Washington State and Washington. Something about apples. Apples and oranges to me. North Carolina, NC State, 7 o'clock on Saturday, and that's enough. Last weekend of regular season college football. Some conference championship action coming your way next week. A lot of NBA going on. Hockey revving up. You got all the sports that you can handle out there at the same time. All right. We're getting it in. Headlines in the can. Scores as well. Josh Bertaccini with you live from the Team B Media Bunker Studio. And we come back, Sam Pittman, holding court, giving you some thoughts. And um, we'll hear it as he climbs back into social media. He's got the swagger back. His team getting ready for Missouri. And uh, we'll talk a little expectations for that game, too. Thanks for listening. Hang tight. We're back. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability. Accessibility. 
convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey. Your boy is back. So good to have you on board. Over 40,000 listeners in our first three months on the show. Almost half of those listeners here in the last 30 days. So y'all are finding the program. You're telling each other about it. You're spreading the word. It doesn't happen without you. Each and every last one of you. TheRealNWAJB.com on the website. Streaming it live each and every morning. 90 minutes coming at you. Of course, on the YouTubes for the People's Post Game Show. Subscribe to our channel there if you can and out through the podcast platforms of your choice each and every day as we shoot through the universe there for you. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, you name it. What about five, ten minutes after we're off the air, you uh, you get this bad boy posted up. So DVR it on your own time and do it on your own time. And now we got time, don't we, to listen to Sam Pittman, who had a chance at the podium yesterday to fill us all in a little bit. Of course, the... Latest from Hunter Yurichek has been very vague. We have not gotten a lot of extra info. Hunter has not had a press co- conference or anything, which is which is awkward. But Sam knows he's coming back. Let's hear it. This is yesterday's presser. We'll play a little of that for you right now on the show. Excited to play Missouri. Um, you know, uh, obviously we're disappointed we, we're not going to be bowl eligible. Uh, but uh, we have a lot to play for, especially since we're playing our rival. And... Uh, and a really, really good, really good football team in Missouri. Offensively, just outstanding at every everywhere. You know, really good offensive line, quarterbacks, fast, mobile, can throw. Got great receivers. Running back is uh, is a beast. And then on defense, you know they're they're playing really well in the secondary. Safeties are very, very physical. Obviously, up front. Robinson has got a lot of sacks, and they've got a, you know, they outfizzled physical to us last year, and and uh, certainly have a physical team, really good team. Eli's done a really good job there, and uh, but we're we're excited to obviously play our rival. Coach Honor, uh, obviously there is support behind you. Addressed the team, and you did you know he was going to do that? And did not. 
what was, what was your reaction personally? Well, I mean, there's a lot of motion in the room, you know, um, um, but uh, I didn't know it. Um, but he, he wanted to address the team right before uh, we finished with the conversation. And, and, uh, and it was really cool because of the, um, the kids, you know, they went off, you know, and it was just, it was, uh, you know, I don't ever want to get in that situation, but it was a special moment to be a part of. It was really cool. How important is it for him to come out and do that in terms of future stability with yeah. the program? Not obviously you, but recruits. Yeah. Everything else you're trying to well, do. Well, I think it's really big because, you know, we're getting a lot of negative um, um, uh, from some coaches, you know, uh, in recruiting. And, you know, I'll say this. I think uh, when you sign up for the SEC, um, you have to win. I mean, it's here, uh, A&M, Mississippi State, wherever, Alabama, wherever, you got to win. And uh, if you don't, um, there's opportunities for you to be unemployed. You know, that's just how it is, and that's what we sign up for. Uh, so uh, I look at this as, as an opportunity for us to change our team, keep the ones, you know, that are good players for us and good kids and change our team, give us a chance to do that. And and I think financially we're going to have the the money from the NIL to do that. And uh, I think if when, when all that happens, I think we can field a really, really good football team. And uh, I'm excited about, obviously, Saturday, but I'm really excited about the future. Coach, I was looking at uh, South Coast. Right. Excuse me. Sorry. Coach uh, Drinkwood said earlier, kind of along the lines of what you just said, and he said that Arkansas, what, what Honey put out saying he's bringing you back was the, the absolute right decision. I was just curious what you think about that and your relationship with Coach Drinkwitz. Well, he's a good man. Um, you know, the thing with Drink uh, is you, you look at it and you look at um Came in, had a nice season that first year, all SEC season. And then last year he was close, two years ago, close, this, that, and other. And next year, close and all that kind of stuff and finished, you know, six and six. And and uh, uh, and then this year, um, they have as, you know, as good a team as we have in SEC. And, uh, you know, they stayed – and I'm not saying they – we're going to fire. I, I'm not saying that. I mean, they, they they stayed with him, and um, uh, he's got a, a lot of seniors on his team, and and uh, um, uh, is uh, doing a great job over there. So I appreciate him saying that. I did not know that, but I appreciate him saying that, and and uh, that's just a a good person saying what he feels. So I appreciate that. And then you kind of said there that you think you'll have the NIL funding that you need. I guess, was there something that changed between last week and this week that made you feel that way? Well, yes, but I, I don't want to talk about it, you know, right now. But um, I blew that, didn't I? Um, it's, I just feel good about it. And, uh, and We all know what you inherited here. And you have to build it yeah. fast. Yeah. So what... You learn from that that you can build again, like rebuild. And what would you say to fans who pulled off from from you in this in this program? Yeah, 
Well, I don't, you know, they, what they, what, how they handle that, you know, we, we want to earn their trust and come back, you know, and I think, I think that's anyway, you, you have to show, show what you can do. And, and I think when we do, I think we'll get them back. Um, but I understand. Um, uh, the other part about it is, 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 it's a different world than the first time when I was here. And I mean, the first, the first year that I was here, a different world than the first time I was here because, um, you did it through the portal, you know, through transfers, senior transfers and all that kind of stuff. Now you're doing it through recruiting NIL. It's a different, it's just things have changed. I actually think it's easier to change a program now than when we first came in. Uh, you know, Felipe Franks was here uh, Saturday. And to me, he was that C guy that we needed that first year, both publicly, you know, hey, Felipe Franks wants to come. And and, and then obviously on the field. And uh, I think, I think, um, Recruiting, I think we can recruit against anybody. It's just you can't recruit against anybody financially. And uh, I really think I feel good about where we're sitting now. What we heard there out of Sam Pittman as he holds court, gives you a lot of thoughts on really what's going on behind the scenes with the NIL. And it sounds like some conversations that he has perhaps had with Hunter Juracek already about getting some more NIL support for some certain key pieces doesn't mean you're going to go and field an entirely new roster, but it does mean whatever they're doing is not working right now. So for the boosters, there's a message going out here from Sam Pittman, from Hunter Juracek. They are telling you right now, point blank, that they believe that this Arkansas Razorback football program is not getting enough support from the powers that be. And um, that could be one of the factors. I don't think that's the ultimate factor. That certainly has nothing to do with coaching. But you're going to need to spend a little more money, certainly on rebuilding this offensive line if it's going to work out for you. Sound good? Feeling good? Show expanding. Three months in. Fantastic. Heard in almost all 50 states. Not quite. What are we at? 48? 49? All right, not, we're not quite there. Room for growth. 26 countries? It's not a lot. How many countries are there in the world? 300? More? Changes all the time. But, of course, right here for you on your digital radio, sports talk show, a choice for you, the people here at The Real NWA JB across all social media. Give us a listen, a watch, a subscribe. It's all very much greatly appreciated. Uh, cold er today. Temps peaking out in the upper 50s. Freezing in play at night. It was raining all day yesterday. I think we're going to dry out as this day unfolds. If you're listening back to the show, DVR style later on, good for you. You make it work how you need to make it work. And um, plenty of y'all folks, you know, four or 500 a day doing it live across different options. I love that. Podbean Live, again, it's a fair chunk of folks. Of course, streaming live at our website, therealnwajb.com. Get some great responses this morning. Vanessa writes in, Josh, congrats on a great start. Your show sounds awesome. Bam has already made it a part of our mornings on every commute. And today, we're listening at home over some cereal. 
Go Hogs and go Sam Pittman. Look, I mean, you can be rah-rah, Vanessa, and that's totally fine. I like the way she did it, though. She didn't make it like, I've got to be rah-rah, too. She's like, you have a job to do, and we're listening to you do it, and you have an opinion, that's fine. We're going to go root for Sam Pittman in Arkansas on Friday now. You should. I'm telling you not to. You should, Lady B. You should. How about Philippe? Is that how you say that, Philip? With two P's and an E? Philippe on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the real NWAJB says, Hey, happy Thanksgiving to JB and all of his listeners. What a crowd we have built together the last few years. I enjoy the show, and my son is now a part of it too, and he's only six. The future is bright, Joshua. Keep up the good work. That's great to hear. I like it. Got the Oliver in parentheses. Oh, I'm, I hope I'm allowed to say that, but got my son, and he's got Oliver in parentheses. Ollie, let's go. Let's do it. You need an internship? You want to do it now? You can use a little manpower. Appreciate the heck out of y'all. Philippe, thank you, sir. Who else do we have here weighing in on the Twitter machine today as well? I like this one. That a big baller, 85, says, JB, Sam Pittman, off of X when it's convenient and back on when it's not. Says so much about the coach and where we're at with this program. Happy Thanksgiving, my bro. To you and the fam. Uh, same right back. To everyone listening, happy Thanksgiving. We've just scratched the surface here in our first three months of this thing. And we're not done. People's Post Game Show coming your way on Friday. Looking forward to that. Final one of the football season. We'll throw you a, a basketball one on the house in December after the OU game in mid-December. But basically, we get to shut our Saturdays down until January, and then People's Post Game gets rolling every Saturday for basketball season. Hogs playing in Atlantis this week. That's right, the lost city of Atlantis. Uh, the Bahamas, above the waterline. In Atlantis, the battle for Atlantis, I should say, is the name of the tournament. And Hogs will play tomorrow night against Stanford. Six o'clock evening time. Looking forward to that. Chance for them to bounce back after the L against Greensboro. I believe in Eric Musselman too much as a head coach to think that he won't use that as motivation moving forward. I think he absolutely will. And he should take some L's early in the season to have bigger dubs later. Does anybody out there think there's any team in the NCAA tournament who brings more trepidation and anxiety when you find them on the bracket line opposite you than Eric Musselman in Arkansas the last few years? I do not. Matchup nightmare. And their coach is obsessed. So hopefully the Hogs bounce back. I think they win this tournament and get some swagger back. And then next Wednesday night, we got a mega moment coming in Arkansas Razorback land. And we haven't talked too much about it yet because everything has been so hot and heavy with the football program here of late. But we got a monster regular season game. This is more than a novelty game. I would say the Arkansas-Purdue game, the exhibition game there was kind of a novelty game. This one feels more like the real thing because it is. You're playing Duke. It's outstanding. And it's not Coach K in the house either. So the fact that these tickets are going for five, six hundred dollars, talking to a little circle of friends of mine last night having an adult beverage and, and they're talking about, you know, getting five hundred a ticket or six hundred a ticket. I'm like, you guys are you guys are delirious. How, how do you justify charging that much money? And who the heck justifies paying that much money for a regular season game? Like, let's not steal from people here. I mean, I got season tickets, and I may sell them for that game. I ain't going to sell them for that. I want to sell them for a couple hundred a pop. That even feels like a lot. Community. Community. Looking out for one another. 
togetherness. These are things we encourage around here on the regular. You know what I'm saying? But Arkansas and Duke next Wednesday night. So when we get back on the morning show, come what, next Monday? Be nice to have some downtime. We've not taken a morning off since we started this thing up there, what, August you know, 20th, 21st, whatever it was, three months ago. What is today? November 21st? There you go. So three months ago, and we've been rolling. I don't need days off. No days off. No days off. But I do think it's good to spend some time with the fam and get a little time to reflect. So we'll do it this week, and then we'll do it again Christmas week at the end of the year, when obviously we're going to take a little time off too. But four weeks to go on the calendar before Christmas week. So we're excited about pushing through it with you. It's a festive time of year. People tend to get in a better mood. And, um, you know, we can all find a little something right now that we're thankful for, can't we? I am seriously thankful for every last one of you listeners. And not just the folks who listen live in the mornings. Not just the folks who are, you know, pumping the downloads in the afternoons and evenings. 40,000 of y'all finding this show in some capacity already. That's incredible. And I think it's a sign of big things to come. So this is far from being all me, folks. That's not how I look at this operation. This is about every one of our listeners and all the local businesses. It's obviously about the Arkansas Razorbacks community. And yeah, it's got to be about your your lead dog, too. And uh, I think y'all have been very supportive of me and my families. We've made some moves. So from Team B Media and the entire crew here at the Real NWAJB and the People's Post Game Show and... You know, for my family, you know, Miss Megan and, and, and young Isabel and, and Isaac, thank you all so much. My heart is so full with love for Northwest Arkansas and for this great state where you've allowed me to live and, and, and spend my days over the last 16, 17 years. And uh, there's nowhere else I want to be. I don't want to go anywhere else. I have no intentions of going anywhere else. I want to keep building this thing and growing with y'all and growing with this region and uh, we're going to do it. And there are better times ahead for football, too. It might not feel like it right now, but I am way too optimistic a person and believe too much in the goodness and the karma that y'all put out there every day for your teams and things you care about. I just got to believe it's all going to work out. It might take a little longer than we want it to, and it might not be Sam Pittman, or maybe it will be, who figures this thing out. But um, the future's bright, not just for Team B Media, but for the Arkansas Razorbacks, and for all y'all as well. Okay? All right. Let's not get too emotional here. We still got we still got a long way to go this year. There's still a football game on Friday. I'm going to see y'all on Friday night. If you haven't hopped on the YouTube yet, you can take a look inside of our self-built and created Funka Studio here. Really proud of it. think it sounds better and better as we continue to put layers in. So that's Friday night after Arkansas and Missouri will be on the air less than 15 minutes after the game wraps up. Talking about it and putting a bow on the season. Okay? Thinking 6.30 on Friday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Eat some great food. Spend some time with some awesome people. And uh, make sure to kick it a little bit and think about how lucky you are to live the life you're living. Because if you're listening to this show and you're in America and you're above ground, you got people who care about you. You're a pretty lucky guy or gal, I'll tell you that much. Have a great Thanksgiving week, y'all. We'll see you Friday in the post-game morning show back on Monday. Adios.